This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning. Welcome to Resource Center. This is Audrey Raj. Now, we've been talking about the four-day work week concept for a while now. And recently, we've also seen studies done that show employees who had a taste for the shorter work week reported improvements in everything. I'm talking about stress, fatigue, health, even their personal lives. And none of them, and let me repeat, none of them said they wanted to ditch the four-day work week arrangement. 15% even said that no amount of extra money could make them return to a five-day work week. Boss, are you listening? <laughs> you are. Um, okay, but realistically, given the labor shortage here in Malaysia and the struggle every other industry is facing trying to find good talent, the four-day work week in Malaysia may not be something we're looking at in the near future. So perhaps the real question should now be, what can organizations do to equip their employees to help them become more productive to get more done in less time during a workday so that we can eventually get to that blessed idea of the four-day work week. Well, to hopefully provide us with some quick fix solutions, we have online with us today Megawati Ki, Regional Director of Indonesia and Malaysia at Google Cloud. And we're going to be talking to her about the productivity gains that cloud and AI technologies bring to the table. Mega, welcome to Resource Center. Thank you. Hi, Audrey. Good morning. Hi, good morning, everyone as well. Great to be so- here. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Now, Mega, um, before we get started, um, I want to know about the working arrangement at Google Cloud uh, Indonesia. You know, are, are you guys pushing for a shorter work week? Because if you guys can do it, we'll take your lead on this. You know. <laughs> well, well, the, the uh, yeah. Thank you for the question. In terms of four day work week or not, I mean, I, I will not like to comment, but I'm I would like to share what we can do with this uh, new hybrid business uh, a work model, whereby all the employees, all the organizations across the world, including in Malaysia, they are able to benefit from the right productivity tool. No matter where you are, how many days you work, but at the end of the day, you use the right productivity tool to get more done in less time. So I, yeah. I think that's the best thing that we are able to provide and discuss today. I mean, I'm glad that we're trying to find a solution to this because maybe the four-day work week is just not possible right now. I mean, I think we just have to be realistic about that. But, you know, if we can find a way to do more, like you just said, in less time, mm-hmm. that leaves mm-hmm. more time for the things beyond work that matters, that really matters to us, right? And organizations can finally help their employees achieve, you know, all these elusive terms we've been talking about for, for so long now, employee satisfaction, work-life mm-hmm. integration, you know the drill. So can we just like drill down into what some of these um, productivity gains and how you know like cloud and AI technologies can can actually help with these and I, I want to start with like this term called digital dexterity um, mm-hmm. can we talk about that first you know what that means and and what that looks like in the workplace and how this is going to help Sure. Thank you. So one of the things um, I see uh, whether in Google or other organizations, is not about how many days or how, what's the effort, but really the outcome. It's the business outcome that you're able to achieve. So by definition, uh, going back to your question, digital dexterity is the ability for organizations 
and their employees to pivot seamlessly mm. from any task, from task to task, by using very advanced and people-centric, I like to emphasize, people-centric digital tool. So the opposite of that, as an example, is what we call digital friction. So what happens is that whereby you're able, you have to spend a large part of your day moving across many, many applications, yeah, whether it is email, calendaring, chat, meeting apps, and many, many other things. So uh, all, other than that, you have the productivity tool, like uh, uh, doing calculations or making documents. So, And as far as we see, there's actually a Harvard Business Review Study whereby an average employee that works in the Fortune 500 companies actually have to toggle between one uh, across different tools for 1,200 times per day. Can you imagine that, Audrey? That's amazing, so, right? So you're talking about between like email and your calendar and maybe your yes. document or... You know, oh my gosh. Okay. And, and are you telling me I do this more than a thousand times a day? Yes. So the thing is this, let, if I can ask you back, my dear Audrey, what <laughs> is the application? What email do you use? Do you use uh, Gmail? What do I you do use, use Gmail. I, I think I have maybe three or four separate accounts for uh, for work, uh, for personal, you know, and for business purposes, if for the office. So yes, I have multiple Gmail accounts. In addition to that, obviously, you also use uh, Google Document. Yes, yes, we use slides, it for work. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You are now. I am a loyal customer. Thank you so much. A great, a great example of the future of work, our future talent of uh, Malaysia. Why do you say the future of work? This is actually interesting. So one of the things that we believe in Google is to drive innovation and collaboration. And if you think about it, all these tools are actually built in the cloud. We are a cloud-native company. Because it is built in the cloud, it allows a lot of flexibility and agility. So gone are the days whereby dinosaur uh, productivity tool. I mean, to be frank, uh, uh, one of the things that I, if I can share on the personal side, when I first joined Google, my daughters were very excited. And I, because I came home one day and I said, hey, you know, amazingly, we have this fantastic tool that allows me to collaborate uh, online immediately with many people, you know, doing the document edits at the same time. And my daughter said, mom, you're a dinosaur. We have been using that in school for the longest time. So my best teacher was actually my children, which is why I said that Google Workspace, whether you for personal use or for business use, this is the best seamless, like you said, seamless tool that we can use on a daily basis. And this is the future of work. And, mm. and also with added security features in that. So this is, this is very exciting because all these are integrated and actually helps to reduce the toggle text that we talked about earlier because it's so seamless. It's all built in the cloud. And that's is powered by Google Cloud. Right. Now, um, I understand that uh, research has shown employees and, and organizations with high levels of digital dexterity are more are like three times more likely to succeed or something like that. So what mm -hmm. kind of productivity gains can digital dexterity empower? You know, what, what I mean, other than this, this managing the time or limiting the time toggling between uh, tools, digital tools, how else is it empower employees uh, with productivity gains? Sure. Thank you. So one of the things that uh, we are very excited is, uh, I think, first and foremost, over 3 billion people, users, are using this across the world, whether for are, personal are or using, 
Google Workspace? Workspace. Yes. And you right. are also one of them. Three billion users. Can you imagine that? All concurrently, wow. right? And Malaysia is apparently one of our top Google Workspace market in Southeast Asia. And one of the things that we want, I want to share is digital uh, desperate uh, organizations have been doing this uh, in Malaysia for both government-linked organizations like uh, Ministry of Education, like uh, the Mass Rapid uh, Transit Corporation, in addition to commercial or private companies like AirAsia, KPJ Health and Healthcare. So I, I want to talk about how is how they why they, they actually do it, right? So obviously, as uh, people are trying to drive for hybrid uh, work model, they have to um, uh, organize their work across people with whether they are physically in the office or they are at home yeah, and across yeah. geographies as well. So one of the things that we see on, for example, uh, Google Workspace is Google Meet, which I hope that you'll be using very, very soon as well. Um, in that for Google Meet, uh, for me personally, I have a very big dog at home and it bugs whenever I'm, uh, I'm doing con calls like this. Mm. However, because of the special AI-driven feature of noise cancel cancellation, nobody can hear the barking, the noise. Whether uh, So this is very helpful when people have to work from home from time to time because of family uh, uh, obligations. Uh, we have babies crying at the background and so All these are cancelled when you are actually going into a call. So that's AI-driven. The second thing that we also see because uh, it's AI-driven is uh, what we call um, adaptive framing. So automatically, it will put your face in the middle of the screen. And if you think about it, let's say we have a big conference room and we're trying to see when people are talking, some individuals are talking, we're not able to know which one, who is actually talking, right, in the, in the meeting. But because of this uh, feature, AI-driven feature, it automatically will zoom in to the speaker. And you'll know, okay, this gentleman or this lady is talking about uh, this particular, or asking a particular question. So you can address it uh, to, to the person. So all these are already driven by uh, AI, and we actually already incorporated this way before AI became a trending topic. So this already incorporated. So other than that, we also have like uh, features on uh, how we're able to uh, provide uh, chats, automatic uh, summary and the likes of that. So there are many, many things that are uh, available. And I hope that uh, all the users will be able to use that to increase the productivity and also spend more time with their family and friends because of the productivity gain. Wow, you're just reminding me of those early days in the pandemic when the um, online uh, meeting experience was not as seamless as it is today, you know, thanks to the, the technology that we have. All right, uh, we're going to take a quick break for some messages. But when we come back, we talk about how AI and cloud is going to help us overcome information overload. All that and more happening on Resource Center with Megawati Ki from Google Cloud. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Building Future Malaysia, BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 
You are listening to Resource Center. This is Audrey Raj. Online with me today, I have Megawati Ki. She is the Regional Director at Indonesia and Malaysia at Google Cloud. And we are talking about unlocking productivity gains using AI and uh, cloud technologies. Now, Mega, uh, before the break, you know, we were talking about hybrid work. For any hybrid work plan to be effective and for our teams to be healthy, um, employees also must build and manage their time better. You know, they've got to flex their time management muscle. So how can technology help employees do this? Yeah, thank you, Audrey. I think one of the things that uh, I personally learned and many other people also, when they, when we went into the pandemic, initially, a lot of us have back-to-back meetings. If you remember those days, right? Yeah. And uh, when we, we actually suffer from exhaustion, like looking at the screen all the time. Uh, so what we see is that um, by not being able to manage the time properly, we actually uh, get tired very easily because we are sitting down uh, all the time looking at the screen and it gets very uh, tiring. And then after that, those back-to-back meetings, you still have to do your work, your actual work, you know, the writings or responding to emails. And with that, you spend another one or two hours after those back-to-back meetings and actually uh, creeps creeps into your personal time. Right. So if you remember those days where we are go to the office, we can we can have a cut off time. Right. Yes. Once you go yes. into the car and that's it. So you can shut down. Maybe you play with your handphone for a while, but you can shut down. But because of this hybrid work model, a lot of us have, have blurred the line between the office time and your personal time. So what we've seen is that 82 percent of the workers of the employees actually do not have a proper time management system, okay? Mm. So if you don't have it in check, it actually will affect even your personal time with your families. I mean, your, your spouse may be angry or your children needs your, your, your homework time uh, with them as well. Now, so, uh, so it is a very small percentage of people who actually knows how to draw the boundary. So what we have done in Google is to help the users, for example, maybe like yourself, one is to have what we call a focused time. Let me explain that a bit because actually this is actually very interesting that I also use. So focused time is a time block in the calendar whereby by uh, automatically if somebody sends you an um, invitation during that uh, uh, focused time block, it automatically will de- uh, decline. So what do people do in that focused time? Like yourself as a journalist, you have a writer's time. So you are able to use that to write, to uh, think about certain uh, big issues, certain problems that you want to to, uh, think on yourself without talking to other people. You may want to take some small exercise. You may want to take a walk or do something. But this is a time whereby you are not able to be disturbed by anybody, including your boss, by the way. Mm. So, so this is time that we're able to uh, block. Uh, and, and for us in Google, we have to use uh, uh, some of our time for learnings as well because the technology is always developing. So we almost, we almost uh, must update ourselves uh, as we go. The second thing that uh, is very useful in Google Calendar is what we call time insights. So time mm. insights actually helps us some analytics uh, whereby we're able to see how much do we spend in meetings versus how much time we focus, we have spent in focus time, like I said earlier. And usually uh, we, we should have a balance 
Uh, for myself, I take about 10 to 15 minutes uh, in a week to focus on that, to put in in that focus time. Of course, depending on the different rules that each of us have, you may have different uh, time blocks in that, but it gives the balance back to you. It effectively actually gives you back the control. So rather than the calendar controlling you, you control your calendar, even without a personal secretary. So that allows people to properly manage their time better and actually becomes more productive in the end. So having back-to-back meetings is not the most productive way of spending your day. Having segregated time blocks to work, to focus, to relax, even to take a stretch is uh, important areas of how do we manage the time. So that's on the calendar. The other thing that I like to to share as tips for the uh, listeners is like meeting agendas. You have to send out the meeting agendas in the calendar so that people know what you're going to talk about, what is the objective of the meeting, what's the outcome expected, what will be discussed. Those are things that we encourage people to do so that with their time slot, can be even more productive. In fact, in Google, we do not have one-hour meetings. We only have 30 minutes. So usually in my previous companies, always one hour is the de facto Mm. time slot. But in Google, we put as 30 minutes. So by hook or by crook, you need to finish your discussion in a very concise way in that 30 minutes and reach an outcome and next steps. So those are ways that we're able to better manage our time to become more efficient and productive which I hope people will be able to uh, leverage yeah. as well. Yeah. Now, but time is one thing, Mega. The other thing is just sometimes, I don't know if this happens to you, but you just feel like you're just so overwhelmed with tasks, with information and having to yes. learn, having to read. Yes, yes. It's information overload, right? So staying on top of this vast amount of information that flows across our desks and, and of also our phones, it's yes. really... A huge challenge for some of us. Can AI help us with things like this? Yes. So uh, there are two things that I like to share that's uh, driven by AI even now without, like I said, before AI becomes a trending topic. Mm. uh, The one thing uh, we have is what uh, we have in Google Chat. Let me explain this a bit. So uh, I personally are involved in many projects because I manage the big teams. And for each project, we actually set up a Google Chat group whereby a lot of the different people are involved uh, in the group. And it actually is faster, right, to respond compared to emails. And and in this uh, at this time, I have like 15 chat groups that I have to participate in. And there are many messages, like, right, in those uh, chat groups. Uh, but because I have other meetings to attend, I cannot really read through all the messages in each chat group. So what it does, it, there is an AI-generated conversation summary. So automatically, you know, the chat group will be able to provide you a summary at the end of all the messages. So you just look at, oh, this is what they've been talking about. And then you're able to quickly decide on next step on, and you decide how you want to respond without reading all the 100 messages prior to that. So that capability allows me to be faster, Right and be more efficient. And this is also available in Google Doc. Mm. So when you read a document, you do not need to read the whole 10 pages. You'll be able to get a summary of the gist of the document. And of course, it also helps us in in becoming more productive and efficient. 
So those are the things that uh, we see that's very helpful. The last but not least that I like to share, in case you're not able to attend the meeting, because for whatever, or maybe conflicting uh, appointments, you're able to get transcripts. The transcripts are, are from Google Meet, uh, including the recording as well. So you'll be able to read through the transcript and of course with a summary. Uh, that allows you, oh, okay, so it doesn't mean that you missed the meeting and you missed the discussion. You'll be able to still understand what actually transpired in the discussion without attending the actual meeting. So those are the things that we see are very important uh, time-saving uh, uh, features that we have in uh, Google uh, Workspace. Right. I'm thinking now whether I should move my family chat group onto Google too. Then at least I can just read the summary at the end. There you go. And actually, the funny thing is that uh, we'll be able to delete the jokes. In, okay, in a working environment, they will be able to delete just and actually gives you the the summary. So get straight to the, the point. Yeah, straight to the right. point. <laughs> now, Mega, you mentioned earlier that um, three billion monthly active users are on Google Workspace. Mm. You know, at three billion is a huge number. You have so much potential to uh, make an impact with the people, with the employees that you touch on a daily basis, right? Yes. Are there other, you know, and we've all been talking about generative AI since November last year. Uh, are there any new gen AI capabilities that uh, we can use on Google Workspace that maybe we haven't covered in this conversation already? Is there anything else that can help us unlock further productivity gains? Sure. So one of the things that uh, I think you can, you're already using probably as of now is uh, in Gmail. You have, have you seen the smart compose or smart reply? So if yes. I send you an email, automatically they will provide uh, three possible replies and then you can just click on one, you know, one yes. of the replies. So that's already uh, available. Uh, other than that, uh, we can actually make your document more professional, right? Uh, in terms of the language, in terms of how uh, the sentences are being made, very good uh, uh, grammar in there, even though you just put down notes, you know, as part of the meeting. Uh, I, I think um, all this can be done in a very secure way. The worst thing, and we do all this, and then you have somebody who hacks into your system, yeah. whether they yeah. take away your uh, uh, very uh, private information, or they put an attack on you. And 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 we've seen, we've seen organization under ransomware, right? Now, so... Uh, going forward, using the same AI capability, we're able to expand that. We'll be uh, doing a lot more, whether it is in Docs, uh, whether it's in Gmail. Uh, so, for example, we are looking at um, providing a draft. If, I mean, like yourself, you sometimes you may have writer's block. Is that mm. what they call it as a journalist? Yes. You don't yes. know what to write. You need some inspiration by walking in the woods or in the park. So what, <laughs> what it can do is to provide the initial draft. You provide some uh, pointers and it will provide an initial draft. And then after which you can come back and continue your story of what you, you want to write. Those are the things that is coming up very, very soon. And um, all this are really putting the user at the center of our tool. Because at the end of the day, whatever tool that we use, it must improve not only our professional lives, but also our personal life. That's why if you see the way that we're going in is to provide the tool to the school and then it becomes a personal tool and actually accompanies the, the student into their professional life. So it is a life journey that we uh, that Google is uh, is embarking with all the users. And of course, you can see uh, all these are also incorporating whether it's Google Map, 
YouTube, later on Google Play, all this stuff. And and on an enterprise uh, uh, setting, you'll be able to put all this application on Google Cloud with the mm. best analytics uh, in the market as well. So all in all, what we hope to be is to become the partner of our users um, throughout their journey in life. Right. And on that note, uh, Mega, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and for sharing, you know, some of these tools that I think I will now go and check out. Uh, thank you so much for that. Uh, I have been speaking with Mega Watiki, Regional Director for Indonesia and Malaysia at Google Cloud. If you missed out on any part of this conversation, you can go look for the podcast on our website. That's bfm.my. You can also find all our podcasts on the BFM app that's available on the Apple app store and on google play more resource center coming to you same time next week but for now this is audrey raj for enterprise bfm 89.9 you have been listening to a podcast from bfm 89.9 the business station for more stories of the same kind download the bfm app